0: Sports. Hello, sports fans. And welcome to another <laughs> painfully forced episode of Not For Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> with the uh, with your hosts uh, Chris and Chris. Yay. Yay! Yay! It's the end of the world as we know it.
1: I feel fine. Uh, Yo,
0: I'm going to crack a Corona and let's get into this. Sure. Uh, Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard.
1: (laughs) I thought this was going to be a Corona free uh, show, Chris. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh.
0: Basically, there are no sports. Um, There's definitely no sports gambling. Uh, but you still have us, and and I think it's important that we what? we maintain our perfect record and and have a, a wonderfully uh, upbeat and terrific uh, episode of Not for Nothing. What do you think, Chris?
1: Yeah, totally. Uh, we're we'll you know sports not having sports doesn't stop us from talking. I'll tell you that much. That's right the now. truth.
0: That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I also like I've, I'm looking at your show notes. I've, and I I I see a lot of negativity. I see a lot of negativity in your show notes. In fact, the first. Five start with uh people like fuck this, fuck that, fuck mm, yeah, this. Sure. Uh, but before we get into the negative uh-huh. part okay. of the, end of the world, Fair enough. Yeah. I think we should I think we should get into the positive.
1: All right, all right. What do you got for positives then? Because I think I'm all negative here. Uh
0: spring trainings cancelled. Oh, and you're right. That's a positive opening day is canceled. And if this works out the way that they're telling us, it will, which it won't, but in this weird hypothetical world, which we live in on a day to day, moment to moment basis, uh, this will be the season we had dreamed of. It will be shortened. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It will not, there will be no baseball in fucking April and For probably months and months and months. Yep. And, uh, and, and oh, I wonder, right. and this might be across the sports, uh, across the, the, the entire, in entirety of sports, uh, might be the case. it's going to be hard for people to go back uh, to if they do end up doing shortened seasons, which I don't know they will, but uh, we're going to, we're going to see like what it's like. Players are going to be like, Hey, you know what? I do like playing 60 basketball games or, Hey, I do like playing 120 baseball games and it's more competitive. In fact, I heard on the radio recently that the, the strike shortened uh, NHL season, I don't follow hockey, but apparently it was like the most fun season because every game mattered. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it was just a lot more on the line. People played harder, and it was more entertaining.
1: Especially in baseball, because there's so many games that right. I, I sort of, you know, I... Yeah, I, the, the problem is, is that the league is never going to, like... You can't quit games because you're going to lose money. Like, you're going to have to right. make that up somehow, and that's what, like, basketball is trying to do with, like, these stupid in-season tournaments and those sort of things, because it's, like, it's trying to... You're you're trying to f- sort of fake it, right? You're like, oh, we're gonna play less games, but actually, you're not because you're gonna play all these other games that you're gonna put in there on these tournaments or whatnot, or potentially. So it's like I don't like as much as I would enjoy a very much shortened baseball season. It's not gonna happen. What I would say though is the basketball idea is sort of intriguing from this standpoint, where if they can, cont- if they restart the league and it goes into like July or something, potentially, and then uh, there's a. Someone actually had this idea. I don't know where exactly it came from. I can't remember. Actually, I think maybe one of the owners of the basketball teams, like Atlanta Hawks guy owner or something. But he was thinking like pushing the whole season back into like uh, December to start in December. And then it kind of goes more through the summer. It finishes in through the summer. And it just kind of offsets with like football season a little bit. And I kind of like that idea just from a calendar perspective and basketball. I like it.
0: Totally like it. I, I think that that's I. I see where you're. You, it's it's so weird. You but, know, it like could, I think but you
1: could you could make it happen now because of this. And if you restart or you finish off the season in the you know later in the summer, and then you take a longer break and you you push back next season to December, and then go hey, you know what? This is the new normal, and like I just mean, kind I, of go with it.
0: I where the thing that I'm interested in is from an event standpoint, and and for those listeners that don't know, Chris and I both used to work in the event field. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking. Just, yeah, I think I'm getting our jobs landscape. are
1: house husbands.
0: <laughs> exactly. We are full, but I went for in, in a week from like do, do gainfully employed to completely. Uh, I, my, my sourdough game is back on point. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Watching soaps. <laughs> Watching soaps. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, th- I, I, but from, from an event standpoint, it's interesting because uh, as much as the NBA says that they can push back a season there, these venues are, are booked. Like they're like, I, it's going to be a race to see who can like totally. re, refill these venues with, because you've got all these concerts that are also these tours that are also suspended. Sure. Uh, and, and, but I th- I b- and I would
1: bet almost that most of these, cause most of these teams are, are tied into those arenas or own the owners only arenas, maybe, you know, for the most part where I'm sure the basketball gets first, Right. You're probably right. You know, but yeah, I, I, you know, potentially there is some stuff there that maybe, you know, but that's, I think that's easily manageable and you could work some stuff out around that. I think people, I, I'm sure there's algorithms for that. Chris,
0: maybe they'll, be, maybe they'll be playing more day games, you know, maybe Ooh, like maybe yeah. that's what it comes mm-hmm. down to, which yeah. would be fun for me. I don't have a job. Do some uh,
1: barnstorming, Chris, get back to the old days.
0: Now, now being realistic, none of this is going to happen in the next year and we will see significant growth. No, because we're all
1: going to be dead in the next year, Chris a lot of people will be
0: dead in the next year, Chris, <laughs> a lot of people will be dead and it's, it's sad. And we're joking about it now, but it's all we can do. <laughs> so let's keep positive. Right. Uh, a, another positive, um, which before we get into the doldrums, I want to, I want to keep remembering to, okay. to, to, yep. to keep your head up. Mm-hmm. So uh, starting okay. on a positive. Here's another positive. You ready for this one?
1: I am. Bring it
0: tomorrow morning. Ah, oh, won't be tomorrow. Monday, I guess Monday will be even better. Uh, Do yourself a favor and turn on uh, Boomer and Carton uh, on (laughs) the fan. (laughs) Because you will listen to people have nothing to talk about. It is incredible. Turn on sports radio. Like I did it yesterday and I was just listening to it just for the fucking craziness of it. I, it was so, for lack of a better word, meta. Like people that rely on yammering about nothing mm. or is inconsequential as sports, us included. Like they had – these guys have nothing to fucking talk about. Like they have been – like. You can only talk about the coronavirus so much and you can only talk about it so much as a completely uninformed ex-jock. Like you were, four hours, four hours of that shit of like a speculation and talking to fucking guys who are like uh, writers who are out of work. And like there's only like so many people who can. And, and so though it is sort of depressing when you look at it on the big picture, it is funny that these fuckers are still going to work. work and I'm like. At what point are they just going to be like, let's just play the fucking 1999, like, Knicks championship on the radio? (laughs) Like, what... There's nothing for them to talk about. There's
1: nothing for them to talk about. That would be amazing if there was a replay of the 99 Knicks championship, Chris. I
0: mean, I don't know what was the other, There was the only, I could jump to Mike because it was the other shortened season. Uh, so that's another positive. So look at, there's another bright side. You Although, like
1: that? Yeah, I do. I, I do because I've already sort of witnessed it watching ESPN for the last two mornings uh, and just literally just talking about the impact of this coronavirus and what has happened what is going on and then what will happen potentially speculating in the days and weeks and months to come and stuff and it's just I I don't think they talked about anything else except for Will we be talking about Tom Brady's free agency come Monday or Tuesday when free agency starts in the NFL? It's like, it's amazing what there was literally for like two or three hours straight. It was it was it was that. And then you throw in like Tom Brady a little bit. And I was like, wow, you guys just did three hours of this. This is this is amazing, actually. It's pretty impressive. I mean, they just keep repeating themselves like every five to ten minutes. It's basically just kind of the same thing. And they're kind of just like, and I'm like, wow, you got to talk about something. There's gotta be, there's other big stories out there like talk about, it, but they're like, not but even they're, talking about it because like, this is the opportunity problem. to like take lessers, like lesser uh, news news stories. And we'll, we'll get to one of those maybe in a little bit with the U.S. women's soccer team and stuff. Like that's kind of a big story. and kind of should be a big deal. And they just completely not even, not even gave a second. Of it. So it's, it's impressive, I guess maybe to some degree that they're just focusing solely on this, this coronavirus story and just sticking to their guns with it. And then, and then sort of not talking about sports. Like it's, it's uh, I guess, but that's, I guess what we're going to do ourselves anyway, too, Chris. So,
0: well, so interestingly enough, I, I sent you a screenshot of the ESPN.com uh, uh, top headlines. They were this as of three hours ago, Boston Marathon po- postponed till September 14th, Premier League suspended till at least April 3rd. Jazz center Gobert apologizes for careless actions. McIlroy players cancellation was the right decision. Uh, but cool. then in a in a hey this is good news. Mancini has a malignant tumor. Yeah, <laughs> great. So just to take it directly from your show notes, uh, you said and I quote: uh, "Thank God we don't have to talk about this league anymore." Dot dot dot. <laughs> starting after this episode. <laughs> I disagree, Chris, of course, as you know, Um, but I will, I will, since, since we are still allowed to talk about the XFL, this final episode, um, not that this is our final episode, our final episode about talking about the XFL until next year. Uh, Oh, and you were saying the Vince McMahon self-funded this, but I don't give a shit. Um, The uh, the fact of the matter matter is, is that uh, we lost another four team parlay, uh, because of the DC Defenders, that's right. They won, <laughs> and we chose against them. So our favorite team ended up beating us in another four-team parlay potential. Uh, and wait. That,
1: so do we win the other three games? Yes. Though? Yes.
0: That's yes. incredible. I know. The DC, DC Defenders, defen- man. The Excuse DC Defenders here, cost us a four-team, a four-team for like three parlay. weeks in a three row. Three weeks right? in a row. Yep. Three weeks in a row. <sighs> It's a, it was incredible. And the, and the smart money would have been to stay away from the one thing we couldn't put our finger on. And yet we still, I pushed it every week. I, I, I never won an XFL bet. Rest in peace. Uh, I Rest. think
1: the smart thing would have been to stop doing parlays and just bet them individually.
0: Ah, you're right. But you know what? What's but, the fun well, in that?
1: Cause it's the XFL. Uh, and spe- we don't have to ever bet on it again.
0: And we won't. Speaking of the, uh, <laughs> speaking of DraftKings, um, and gambling on sports, uh, both of my NFL or NBA futures bets have been suspended, but I'm not that you cannot cash them out. Oh. So before the virus, before the coronavirus, or before the season essentially was was suspended, I could get my money back on those bets. I could get at least my investment back. Now they're holding that investment, so I don't. E- I can't even like cash my original investment back to me uh, per DraftKings
1: which is pretty fucking uh, scandalous a strange yeah so yeah. like but that, that it might tell me that they're waiting to see if the if they're going to restart the season again then right but and they, then all bets they, could be on
0: they always gave you the option to take your money back you you lose a small percentage like a $25 bet you know, get because, like 24 so, yeah, because, 20 or
1: something from their from their end now though is like they don't want to lose that money necessarily until they're absolutely sure like, that I'm the sure season they, won't i'm sure i'm sure they can't easy.
0: afford to lose that money
1: yeah, yeah. So I, I like I don't I, I, it sucks and it's kind of shady looking or sounding, but I kind of get it from there in a little bit why they would maybe hold shady sounding
0: in sports gambling.
1: <laughs> I know, God forbid. Oh, <laughs> it's unusual. Anyway, I, th- I
0: thought that was an interesting an interesting twist. Uh, I and I and and also I I I'm sure I can cash out the money that I have in my account. I haven't even thought about it because mm. I want to gamble on Russian football. Uh, <laughs> which sounds fun.
1: You mean soccer?
0: Yes. Football.
1: Oh yeah. Football. Okay, Russian sure. Food. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea.
0: I think that's the only thing you can still gamble on, on DraftKings, If I'm not mistaken, I, I'm going to quickly look to make sure. Yeah. I mean, you can always do yeah. the, the uh, video casino that they have, uh, which is, sure. which is fun. Sure. Uh, or you can
1: just take a break from gambling for a little while, Chris.
0: Uh, but how am I going to make money? So, uh, it's <laughs> true.
1: That is true. That's rugby. A point. You should bring r- that up to your wife.
0: There's rugby super league uh which is the only thing and the, there's mexico liga mx and i think you can bet on futures so okay. that's what you're looking at if you it's are tough. if you want to get in on it right now you can only bet on
1: plus yeah. it's, isn't it pretty typical that it's like russian sports are the only thing that's not you know canceling their seasons and stuff like of Russia's not totally not believing that this is a thing
0: no they don't care they don't oh, you know if they, they have an
1: outbreak of, of anything yet there either though, they so, don't but,
0: but they, even if they do like they don't mind if people die yeah like, they they I mean yeah, not not do. to be like oh Russians are assholes. but like I really do believe that like there is there is an extent where people are like yeah I know but like if it's just gonna thin out the herd let's you yeah, know let's fine. let yeah, it happen. Russians. yeah right. anyway uh let's not pretend we're coronavirus experts let's talk about sports because we are experts in that um you also had a very so let's go into your diatribe your okay. five fucks, uh, Chris gives five fucks, and here's what those five fucks are. Fuck number one, fuck Rudy Gobert.
1: <laughs> Man, fuck Rudy Gobert. That, that, this fuck number two. Like, touched oh, all these microphones and recorders and ah, stuff like five cares? six days ago. Uh, and then you know, make he made a mockery and make up, and that's what that's what all these f's, these all, uh, all my my five fucks are about here, Chris. Because okay. it's like you guys. Just grow up a little bit. Just be a little bit responsible for all this stuff that's going on. Like you might not care, but there's other people that you can affect, and it factors into this kind of thing. So it's like, don't go, don't be going to jackass. And his his own teammates, his own locker room was calling him out, you know, for being irresponsible and touching all them and their stuff, their personal belongings and stuff. And that's how Donovan Mitchell, his own teammate, had got contracted now too. It's like, come on, man, like stop. Stop! Chris, like, don't be a jackass.
0: I, I agree with you because just, and, but but also it's it led- not
1: karma because it, people always get karma wrong here. But this yeah. is this is the comeuppance of like being a jackass, and then you then you got it. Then you for got survivor
0: for sure. Also, uh, funny funny side story, um, our our dear friend and friend of the pod, Mike Vorkanoff uh, from the Athletic, <laughs> was uh was a reporter uh, when the when Rudy Gobert Rudy Gobert was in. Uh, New York, and is Eesh. and is in full panic mode right now. Ugh, he self uh, quarantined himself. He well, he was visiting friends in D.C. and when he, he heard that that he was there when Rudy Gobert got uh, or when <laughs> ca- basically canceled the. <laughs> Talk about cancel culture! Uh, Cancelled the entire NBA season. Uh, Mike went into a tailspin, from what I understand, and was ready to up and leave with his family and head back to the, I guess, Hoboken where he would be safe. I don't know, but anyway, uh, he's yeah, still,
1: he's still tweeting, so I, I guess he's not. Uh, he's, he's he's recovered. That concerned. Uh,
0: we should t- we should definitely have him on the podcast so he could talk about that that scare. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, yeah. he does have it. He does have a, a, an infant child, so I, I understand his. No, that's his a big scare. That's yeah, a big scare. I do. Uh, but before it, we it,
1: move away from Rudy Gobert, though, I don't ever want
0: to move away from Rudy Gobert.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I, these are like quick rants, so there's not a lot there, right? So okay. I, I just kind of in and out on these okay. things. But Mike, I have a question for you. Yeah. Is is Rudy Gobert what he did the worst thing a French NBA player has done to his teammates? Well, because I, have, I ask you this because. Yeah. Tony Parker yeah. has been kind of holding on to that title for a long for time. Sure. He slept with when he slept with Brent Berry's wife.
0: One, well, okay, okay, yes. So that that was where I was going to go. It has to go to Tony Parker, but, but remember like when like was it Desperate Housewives? Was that the show mm-hmm. that was like all everyone loved Desperate Housewives and oh, to, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and Eva Longoria, look, she was it. she was America's sweetheart. Oh, for sure. And when Tony Parker cheated on Eva Longoria and ruined and and ruined that international love affair,
1: mm-hmm. I feel like
0: that was the douchiest thing a French NBA star had done. And honestly, I think that like it still is.
1: Okay. I think he's so. He's, st- he's so he's a two-time douchey champion. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Rudy Gobert. I like
1: it. Yeah. 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 Rudy uh, Gobert was a strong second there or third, I guess you would say. I had to look Tony's up. One, I had to look two. up and
0: see where Rudy Gobert was from. To be honest with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come on, with the name Gobert, I mean that's a. I don't know. That's, that's so Frenchy. Rudy, <laughs> yeah, Rudy though, yeah, that's a. I don't. What, know. I wonder what's short for Rudy in like French. Rudy. Like Rudric. Rudy. <laughs> Rudy. 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 <laughs> Rudy
0: Gobert. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's fuck number one. All right. Second fuck. What's your second fuck, James fuck given? Dolan. Second fuck given, James Dolan. Why?
1: Yeah, that guy's just an idiot, man. What'd he do? So well, what did he do? Listen, how you know count the ways here. But the last, the latest one though is apparently the NBA owners all had a vote uh, about what to do for the season and give their input, like you know, cancel games, no, no uh, fans in the stands, like those kinds of things. No, James Dolan, what did he want to do? Oh, he just wanted to maintain the status quo.
0: He just of wanted he everything did.
1: to make it go the same. Don't of worry he about did. this virus and not worry about public health and safety and and employees. And and fans and all the other stuff. He just any, wanted everything to happen exactly the way it's been happening. Any person so
0: the, that takes their cues from someone like Donald Trump is is gonna be on your five fucks given list. Like mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. NFL is is in this is in this because like and that's your sixth fuck. Actually, it's like way down on the list. But uh, and James Dolan. So there's falls, a couple other in there too. James that James Dolan falls into that into that category. Uh, just because you know he he's you can see he's the kind of person that is like. This is, you know, let's not take this seriously. I let's just do, let's just pretend nothing's, hey, nothing's happening. happening here, yep. folks.
1: Nothing to see here. Yep, it's like the cop on uh, South Park, you know, where he just stands there. He's like, nothing to see here, folks. <laughs> Move along. Uh, although I will say, in 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 sort of in, in the opposite end of this, like, dude, Kevin Love, man, stepping up, with, like, donating a hundred thousand dollars to like employees and stuff, and then making the Cleveland Cavaliers look bad, and then they have to go and like and actually step up and, and pay all the uh, arena employees and all those kinds of things now too. Well, that's, I mean, that gets into a bigger Good job, socio- Kevin
0: socioeconomic issue, which is that like the people that can't afford to not go to work are going to go to work. And those people are going to go to work sick. Right. And unless we're doing some sort of version of a, a
1: paid unemployment, like it's just not going to happen. Like we're not going to be able to contain this anyway. But- but that shows you, like, Mark Cuban has already said he, he's going to try to, like, you know, he's going to give money to make sure everyone gets paid. Now the ca- Cavaliers have been guilt-tripped into doing it, which is fine. And then more owners should be doing it. But old James Dolan? No, he's quiet as shit. And a word from him, he'll be he's old. never going to do it. He's probably going to be the only one that's not going to do this.
0: And he'll be proud to not do it. Okay. Yeah. Third fuck given, Fred Hoiberg.
1: Fuck Fred Hoiberg. So he's he he's the coach. First of all, he's the coach of University of Nebraska men's basketball team. Like yeah. that's where he ended up. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, but he he was sick, and during in their for the the uh, the Big Twelve t- or the uh, Big Ten tournament, whatever, the, whichever conference it is, who yeah. cares? He was sick, but he still decides it's, to coach, the- even though there's this big scare going on of this coronavirus. He decides, that, oh, I'm still going to coach because I'm so important to this team. That I'm gonna get everyone around me sick. Now he went to he went to the hospital. He left like in the fourth quarter, or whatever the game was, because he was so ill sitting on the bench that they removed him and he had to go to the hospital. Turns out he only had the flu. But in the same regard, though, if you're sick, like I don't care if there was a coronavirus scare or not, like you're sick, you do not go there and potentially infect your 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 players, your staff, other people that are around the area. That's just irresponsible and dumb. Uh,
0: yeah, one hundred percent.
1: Like, don't be a douche, man. One hundred percent. These all people like douches. Did you Dude, see like, his assistant stuff?
0: coach like dousing himself in a? Yeah, yeah. He a, would
1: wipe his hand with some Purell and stuff. Yeah, it was like, over and over ugh. again. I loved like, it. Yeah, and he and he, Hoiberg has put out a statement. It was like I didn't, I would never put my like people in harm's way, and all these things. Bullshit! You had the flu. You still put them in harm's way.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a, it, it was a douchey move.
1: This and is why people him. are like people are so irresponsible and so self so centered and self serving that they think they can just keep doing like it's also so but
0: in, in in his defense it's hard to know like when it's it, when you're in a man up culture you know like sports where it's like man up you know. It's hard to know Not when to, it's okay to like call in sick, you know. Like it's just it's it's unfortunately the the, the culture that is bred in the sports industry, and and when people are like, I'm just old NBA where people weren't friends. It's like, but that that old that old mentality of the NBA is also like what makes right. like There's, you know yeah. like it makes people feel like they have to be like bullies and assholes all the time, and and so I. You know, and that, and then, and then, ultimately, like trickles down to people like Fred Hoiberg, who are like, "I'll fucking coach through anything." This is the most important thing. You know, who I want to add to your fuck list? Okay, fuck the NCAA. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Like I like fuck them for not fucking protecting their students. Like yes, like if this wasn't the ultimate fucking transparency if this Mm -hmm. wasn't the like showed the true colors of the ncaa that they were more interested in the billions of dollars they were going to lose from fucking ad Mm -hmm. revenue by canceling Mm -hmm. march madness Mm -hmm. and put the players that they say they protect in fucking harm's way in order to do so fuck them
1: yep they even took it even took all the conferences who are apparently from what of the things that I've been like reading and hearing about is that the conferences and the commissioners were like, we got to cancel our our own conference tournaments. Yeah, right? yeah. And that they have control over that, which the NCAA doesn't. And that they were going against what the NCAA was trying to c- tell them or, or advise them of because the conferences in each leadership in those conferences were like, listen, this is bad. We have to protect our players. We have to protect a lot of these things. We have to forego making all this money. And the NCAA was like, no, we're going to still have the tournament.
0: Yeah, yeah. The fuck, I, I, That's it. You got it. It's ridiculous. Fourth, yeah. fourth fuck, and this one I don't know why, but I like that you're saying fuck him because you should in any respect. It is the fourth fuck given. Fuck Dana White.
1: Fuck Dana White, man. Fuck him for taking advice from his bestie, the president, and agreeing to continue the UFC fights. Yep. If there was ever a sport I know that should not be doing it. So now they're saying like now they're going to go, no, we're going to keep going for the next couple weeks or month or so, whatever, indefinitely, but we're not going to have fans – in the in the stands, right? So they're still gonna have these fights with these guys who are bleeding and and, and drooling and coughing all over each other. Like this is the most hazardous way you can, interaction of any sport with like direct contact with with two people with each other. Like this is the this is the sport that should have be been stopped and 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 put on pause indefinitely from the beginning.
0: Uh, from the beginning of its inception, it's a fucking disgusting sport. It's also yeah, it's a disgusting
1: sport, and that's a whole other topic right there. But yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it's so like, but this is the one, but of course, because he's best friends with Trump and that they had a, con- he called him on the phone and consulted him and Trump told him to please not stop your fights to continue on because it, he needs one fucking win in public perception here. And yep. it's going to be his old buddy, Dana White there that they can do, uh, keep doing with these, these fights and stuff. I think it's just absolutely ridiculous.
0: And finally, Chris fifth fuck given. I don't even think this oh. is coronavirus related, but go ahead. What is it?
1: Oh, sorry, before we even get to that, oh I was gonna shit, say this, I, I took one out because I was going to say fuck the PGA Tour president because <laughs> he also consumpted with old Trumpy boy yeah. and thought it was a good idea to continue the tour without spectators. But within the last, you know, less than twenty-four hours, they 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 re advised themselves. I guess talked to other experts. That wasn't the the orange-haired freak who's not a doctor. And they decided to cancel the Players' Championship, which was already a day into it. So they came to their senses, at least, and said, hey, we're just canceling everything for the for the time being.
0: Well, it's weird. I mean, I feel like it. the NBA should have been—
1: But why are all these guys heads of these well, sports that's... organizations and stuff talking directly to the president? That's the last guy you should be talking to about this. Why does he have the
0: time to talk to them?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why is he picks up the phone for them yeah. and not for other, you know, like emergencies and other, you know, people and, and 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 states and cities and stuff with their governors or whatever else that really needs to maybe more importantly to try to figure the you know things going forward with this stuff? Come on. Come on. Come on. Fire Chris. Uh, is your final
0: fuck given even coronavirus related? No. Okay. No,
1: this is just a, this is just a final fuck you to the, the US Soccer Federation for just being a misogynistic sexist pricks. Yep. Because they tried to argue in court. Their actual court filings and arguments are are that, are, are sexist beliefs uh, saying that the women aren't as skilled, aren't uh, as – like you look it up for yourself if you haven't. I have. Don't of course. Already. I know. It's it, amazing. It is absolutely amazing what they put down on paper as a, as a legal defense I for not paying women's soccer. I know. It's and it's great. not even fair pay. It's not even equal pay. It's just fair pay here, or pay here, basically is, is the issue. Like, they women's soccer won't, you know, it won't happen. They won't get the same amount that men's soccer do. But they want a fair, uh, equal treatment and pay here. And finally, they got so much pressure from all their uh, uh, endorsements and sponsors that the the president finally had uh, resigned, like this morning. I saw that. And and that's, took no uh, responsibility for it, and even said. He's like, "I didn't even actually read the legal briefings. and if, if I would, i I never would have allowed that to happen
0: well, chris. I, I mean, it's I guess justice prevails in in a weird way in this instance, okay, but it is it is I think it's good that your final your final fuck is not coronavirus related. and it's about something that like will withstand uh, any sort of virus unless we all end up dead. Uh, which is that like misogyny exists and that sexism exists and that we live in and and to the point where we're in the
1: but now you can use it as a as a defense as, as a defense, defense to
0: not pay people and that to not
1: pay people and just be out and out outblainted about it it's yeah. like it's just it's a it's mind-blowing and it's important amazing.
0: to keep that in, in people's minds and keep like those important those types of issues are still they're conti- going to continue to go on and they need to be focused on because they aren't going to go away and they they need to they need to still exist when and be talked about after and, this coronavirus scare or whatever the fuck is. And this is, is, is such is a
1: big story and a big topic and very I know. important and that it's that, getting, that, it's that getting pushed sports on news outlets are not even like covering this or even given giving 30 seconds to, well,
0: that's and, like, the thing sayings? is like, like, it's, it's a, instead but, of pretending, you know what the fuck's going on with, with, you know, a virus and this, yeah. And, and talking epidemia, about an actual sport to- yeah. topic. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I I applaud you for bringing that up. And and let's and let's go back to it at some point um soon yeah, because We'll
1: keep monitoring the situation, Chris as it evolves. Uh,
0: that's good. I like the good 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 terminology there. Uh <laughs> Um now here's one this is not a fuck. It's just a thing. No, nah, um, I'm done with the fucks. Yeah, you're done with the fucks. Yeah, for now. And, and I don't and I I don't really like have much more after this. So I kind of I kind of like want to end the show on this because I have no idea what you're talking about. And it's, I'm very excited. Uh, is who killed Kenny
1: Atkinson? (laughs) So last week, just before the NBA season shut down.
0: Yep. Uh,
1: Brooklyn Nets coach, Kenny Atkinson. Yes. Was quote unquote fired or parted ways with the organization.
0: Yeah. One of the best coaches in the NBA.
1: One of the best coaches in the NBA, especially at developing young players. So, and the question kind of became and still is uns un sort of answered and and lots of speculation out there as to why and how would this happen, especially after four years and growing and establishing this culture of this organization which for once in my life, I think I actually believe that that is true <laughs> that that happened uh is that it's it's um it's 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 shocking to me i mean it's they, horrible the, the GM Sean Marks and Kenny Atkins are friends. They were tied together from the start. This was sort of the match made in heaven. This was gonna, you know, be be a good thing for a long time. He was probably gonna be like, you know, potentially like one of the longest tenure coaches in the league. Like there was just unimaginable to 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 think that he wouldn't be the coach in the Nets at least for another four or five years. And then they and then they you know signed Kyrie Irving.
0: Yeah. So. Who who do you think killed Kenny?
1: I think Kyrie. I think Kyrie killed Kenny, and maybe not directly, but indirectly.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think he that, might
1: have poisoned him or something.
0: I th- or he poisoned the whole well there. I tend to agree with you on that one. Now, where does Kenny end up?
1: Uh so you know, that's a kind of a good question. So because I here's the problem with, with all this though, uh, kind of going forward is that I think I will say it, it. It may have been time. He did a wonderful job developing those players. Like I said, in the in the young guys and kind of building and getting guys to kind of play above their means, maybe, and or just really sort of you know highlighting their abilities and and making them grow significantly. But they brought in eight new players from last year, uh, and a lot of those guys were established veterans or who had a few at least a few years in the leagues. That, that maybe that his job wasn't to sort of um, develop them anymore, right? Uh, And so with all that turnover and the team still had trouble closing out leads and finishing games like that was always a problem from the beginning. But I thought like, you know, within two or three years, they would be able to kind of turn that around. But they still kept blowing games and and, 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 and sort of not having a good flow. Like the offense is still kind of um, it's kind of a mess. And a lot of times when you watch it, you're like, this isn't. This isn't like good, clean basketball, which which they always kind of said it was going to be, and pass, 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 and kind of that Spursian kind of a, a game flow to it, right? You know, so part of me thinks it was it was time for him to go, because the, because the, the whole team changed, right? And once you once you bring in superstars, you've sort of sacrificed that culture and whatever you were trying to do, and you you you're taking that thing on a 180. So for a guy like Kenny Atkinson, then I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I think the Knicks would actually probably be a really good job.
0: Boom. There you go. He was a Knicks assistant assistant for four years yeah. from 2008 to 2012. The Knicks are definitely the perfect team. He's a New York guy. It's your guy. Uh, he's I mean, they're they're just ripe for taking him. And I wonder if maybe there wasn't. A, a, it makes a, lot a of voice, sense. a voice in his ear. From the new from the new president of basketball operations over to the uh, Brooklyn Nets that said, "Hey, yeah, why don't you come over here, buddy?"
1: Yeah, you know, and, and I know, I there was also that rumor that like he wanted out. Now he was done coaching this team. He couldn't. He didn't want to. He didn't yeah. want to deal with Kyrie and Kurt Durant next season potentially. And exactly. I, I buy into that a little bit. I could see that. I could see him just being like, "Listen, I just this isn't the same. Like everything's different." And and sometimes he just sometimes you bring a, a new coach in because that. That old coach, like Kenny, just couldn't. You can't, they can't put him over the hump, right? Right. A lot of coaches are good at, like, sort of building that base and that foundation. And then you always need, like, another coach to sort of take him to the next level. And I don't, and I don't sort of begrudge necessarily the Nets or Kenny in that regard either way. I think, I think they both kind of saw the writing on the wall here.
0: I think so, too. So I think maybe Uh, Kenny killed him. I also
1: would say that Kenny, um, it. I wanted to say he. I wanted to bring it instead of the Knicks. I wanted to say the 76ers, I, but I don't. I don't think that would work. No, out it's either. just it's
0: just another Brett Brown. It's like it's yeah, a, it's another yeah. good. It's another coach that's real that coach so internationally that's good at developing players. That's good at creating cohesion. Uh, but but not great at handling yeah, not superstars. With those,
1: yeah, not with those superstars, and not with X's and O's, maybe, and those kinds of things. Yeah. So I, I um, there's a, probably a couple other teams down, you know, somewhere along the line there too. Maybe that he would be uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he pops in at maybe even like Minnesota or something if they got rid of you know Saunders kid. Yeah. Um, that'd be a bummer.
0: You know, there's, I like there's Saunders. A, he
1: would reunite with DeAndre uh, Russell, who Russell loves. Really? Yeah. Oh he, right, because uh, he, he brought him yeah, up in in Brooklyn. in. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's you know there's all kinds of things like that. So we'll see. It, it, he'll he'll get a job definitely uh, once the new season starts. But well, good
0: insight, Chris, and I like that. Oh, thanks. Um, before we wrap up, do you have anything you want to close on? You did a lot of talking this this episode, and I'm proud of you for it. <laughs> my really, my throat's
1: starting to hurt a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you
0: really brought a lot to this to this episode. I know our fans appreciate it. Um, do you have anything you want to say to the world before we all?
1: I got Chris I got Expire. one bit of trivia question for you. Okay, I won't know the answer but let's do it. Okay, so this happened this is the University of Oklahoma I think it was on our on our show sheet here. But uh, the story is the University of Oklahoma is building a statue of Baker Mayfield. Okay. Okay, and they're placing in the statue uh, they have a statue of every Heisman winner like outside the stadium. Okay. So Baker will be the 6th of 7 Heisman winners to have a to have a statue. Out on uh, next to the stadium, University of Oklahoma. Can you name one other Oklahoma Heisman winner?
0: Fuck. Uh, I'll give you a hint.
1: You know two of those names, but you're going to hate one of those two. Dude. Uh, I also gave you a little bit of hint in my question as well. If you caught it, <laughs> there's no way I don't know it. Did. Alright, let me ask you, let me tell you this. I'm gonna again. get uh, Baker. Okay, go ahead. See if you can answer it.
0: I'm trying to think of people that played. Are they okay, so
1: they're not all listen
0: quarterbacks. To,
1: yeah, uh, no, they're not all quarterbacks. But listen to this again. Baker will be the sixth of seven Heisman winners. <laughs> Dude, Does that I, make sense to you? Do you, do you, the do you sixth can you figure s- that one out?
0: The sixth of seven. Oh, Tua?
1: No. I don't You're close. You're close. Kyler Murray. Did Adrian Peterson win a win an? He did not. So Kyler Murray is the only guy who's won a Heisman who's still playing who has not got the statue yet that'll probably like could be another year from now. Did Sam Bradford win the Heisman? Yes.
0: Ah, you thank it. you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Ah. Uh, at least I got Okay. Uh,
1: Sam Bradford.
0: Woo! Man. Your
1: least favorite yes
0: thank you oh that uh, feels so good i was <laughs> struggling man because i was like did like barry sanders go there i couldn't remember like State, I, yeah I, I, ju- I just drew i drew a, a huge blank yeah do, who so who are the do we do you know who there's, the,
1: there's two like one guy's name is billy vessels i didn't even bother looking him up he's probably so old, old and way back in the day like in the 50s or something uh, Steve Owens is another guy, which I think is probably back in the day as well.
0: I love Steve. And then there's
1: two that was Billy Sims was running back. I think back in the eighties.
0: Yeah. There's Who, the lions guy, right? Uh,
1: yeah. Right. I think so. Yeah. Uh and then Jason White was the quarterback and I I think I don't know if he was like early two oh, thousand. I do like, I
0: don't feel bad at all that I did not know these. No. There's no, no way I would have gotten any Bradford, of them. Bradford
1: Bradford's the only one and Kyler Murray is the guy who hasn't gotten a statue yet.
0: Oh, Kyler Murray. That's I've got Murray and Tua confused. That's my bad. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I was not prepared for this. I just feel good to get that I got <laughs> Sam Bradford. And did I, yeah, did, I mean, did Adrian Peterson go to Sam OU?
1: Bradford. Am I crazy? He did. Okay. He did. Oh no. Uh yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did win, he the, just Heisman. Didn't
0: win the Heisman. Huh. Well, go fuck yourself then, Adrian Peterson <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time anyone's uttered those words uh, nope. <laughs> Chris, we'll be doing this again next week And until the end of time Which could be sooner than later uh, But thank you for a wonderful episode I had a great time
1: Thank you, Chris <laughs>